What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bar Bar. You're on Island Block Radio, powered by Dash. Um, I'm your host, Mr. Rich D. Joining me as always, Mr. Vince T. Yo, what's up, everybody? And the doctor himself, Dr. Twisted. What it do? And the inconsistent Uncle Nono. <laughs> it's inconsistently consistent. Is he gonna be here or is he not? That's the, always the mystery of the show. It's like a good ass rat. <laughs> what the f- but uh, it's, all right. it's all good. Hey, show the show must go on. Um, anyway, yeah, welcome back. Uh, man, we got a kind of a busy show, and so we're gonna jump right into our first segment. Yo, um, recently, uh, I, I did a I think I told you guys this back like a couple months back. Um, I did a I was going to go speak at my old alumni from high school. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it was kind of like your career day. And I don't, know, I don't know if it's career day, but it's it's like you kind of tell the, the students of, your, of the school, like what you do currently as a job and, and things like that. And kind of motivate them because, uh, I mean, to say the least, you know, Morris, uh, San, Morris, Samuel F.B. Morris here in San Diego isn't exactly the best school. It's, it's had its uh, ups, you and know, downs. ups and downs for sure. You know, it, it was... You know, top of the charts for like CIF and oh, yeah. uh, the 90s. They've, you know, earlier, I would say earlier than that, they were kind of good as, as far. They were a decent school, right? Yeah. It wasn't too bad. 90s was really rough, I guess, for any kind of urban areas. Like, uh, the gang relations got really bad, and that's when the, the school started getting really messed up. And uh, if you've listened to any of our earlier episodes when we had like Armand King on here from Paving Great Futures, we kind of discussed that uh, that whole era you know, of time. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, so I went back there um, last Wednesday and we were talking uh, with the students and I was the only one on that um, on that list of people who went back to speak that didn't have uh, a high school or uh, high school, a college diploma. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think after like 50 speakers, I think I was the only one that, you know, didn't have one. And not to say like I've, I've made like some like amazing career, but I definitely, you know, am well off as far as like a career is concerned. Yes. And also moved on to do what you guys have with the radio station, dance groups, giving back to my community in that sense. And so we go back there to kind of encourage them, you know, to not um, give up and whatever, like however they feel at least that was my speech was really like hey i chose not to go to college i chose not to be in the military i just chose a different path and that the path that i chose was really hard like it wasn't like for everything else college has like a template you know you have these right. stepping stones exactly. and you're going to get to this point and this is going to be the next point and this is going to be your, your the milestones that you have to hit to make it right and the military has the same concept you mm-hmm. get here you get here you know and then you have options and then you, if you choose to stay in you then you continue this path if you choose to get out and you, you know you're on this path where if you didn't choose either of those you were kind of out there and you're like okay well i'm gonna do it this way right. and basically hope, you hope had to works yeah. yeah you know hope it works or you had to have mentors that were going to be there to kind of like hey no you know try this out this will probably get you to the right you're basically self-made right right something like that um so I can say like it was cool to kind of speak. I, I, I you know, you could see some kids in eyes like kind of um, pay attention when you said that I didn't go to college and things like that because, um, you know, for some of them I, I think college wasn't really an option. They didn't really want to go to college, but they felt like they were getting forced to. Um, and when I talked to some of the kids, they said that was a lot of um, everyone's speeches were, you know, make sure you go to college and set yourself up for success. And you know, I get it, you know, but. Uh, that's not the only path to success. Right. right. You know what I mean? You just got to be disciplined in yourself and, and set yourself up. But the big thing I took away from that and what I was about to get to with you guys is I think it's still cool to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know what you mean, Rich. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Like, it was weird. Like, there's still like a, a good, at least at Morris. Yeah. Or at least my alumni. I would say like a good chunk of those kids there, man. They just... They don't want to engage. They don't want to look like they they're they they want to ask, ask questions. They want to be foolish, you know. And, and maybe they're just being kids, but then you can also tell that there's kids that want attention, you know. So they act out even louder than right. most. Um, so that was weird to me. I was like, I was like, damn, it's still cool to be stupid, huh? Like, and I was kind of that kid, you know. Like, I didn't act stupid in class because I knew better, like, yeah. out of a culture sense. But then I didn't engage myself in, in learning. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't ask questions about history, even though I, I was kind of interested. I wanted to act like I wasn't inter- interested. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I barely graduated. I graduated 2.0. Yeah. 
Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I barely got out of there. But damn, you graduated just barely eligible. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I wasn't like, I wasn't stupid. Like, no. I could do all the stuff. It was just like, lazy. I was lazy. And I, I mean, yeah. I openly admit that. But were you, were you bored? No, I wasn't so much bored. It's just like looking at the work. I'm like, dude, I'd rather be like doing something else. Do something yeah, else. I feel you. Um, but I never thought it was cool to be dumb. I didn't want to be the kid that's in class, like throwing a wrench in the teacher's like day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. watch this. Let me just walk in class while the the, the teacher's teaching. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I hate those. I hated those kids. Like, don't be a jerk, dude. Just raise your hand and excuse yourself. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. but that's what I noticed a lot. That it's, it's kind of sad that it's still, um, still prominent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he looks at that uh, issue at your at school, Vince. But oh uh, man, actually, actually no. I think it was more competition to see like, because he looks isn't a joke, man. Right. Like they show and prove that they get you ready for college if mm-hmm. that is your route. Yeah, this is a prep school, right? Yeah, yeah. it's college prep school. Um. And, you know, they, they take it very seriously. And the kids that go, man, they actually kind of grasp onto it because, uh, you know, friends that they they, they had that went there, uh, Parents. They, they can vouch. Like, yo, I know I know kids that uh, went to San Diego State and they used um, their high school papers to, you know, for, for like their finals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and I think at that point they were like, oh, man, like I'm actually doing collegiate work. Mm. In a high school level So I'm like Maybe that gives them The advantage of like Oh maybe I'm ahead of the game Already Right You know what I mean mm. Which is cool um, But I mean you, Of course you have your knuckleheads That You know You want your attention Right and they're, they're always trying to bring Everybody else down But I, t- to me really um, That's just like Saying they can't learn Or yeah. they're unable to Like they just don't want to admit it um, <laughs> But overall man Helix like Academic wise I think You definitely Were cooler if they knew you were smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, I mean, we all had like, even, even at Helix, they had the game bangers, you know, but even they were like succeeding, like right. in school. Like if you, if you were dumb, dumb, right. Then I think that's where like, you'd have it the worst. Yeah. And that's that was the, the weird thing. We talked, talking with the teacher that I was, I was the teacher I took over her classroom for, um, you know, we were speaking in between the periods and we just asked you, asking her questions. He, she got there the year after I graduated. Oh, no way. And um, she's like, it's nowhere near as bad as when you were here. Mm-hmm. He's like, but it's definitely not that much better. That much better. She's like, there isn't as many fights as like when, when I was there. There's not many, you know, drive-by shootings. There's no stabbings in the school. She said the last one she remembers was some girl did something to herself in uh, a bathroom like 10 years ago. Mm. That was yeah. self-inflicted. Self-inflicted, right. But it wasn't like gang banging. It wasn't like to I think, that. I think level. a lot of that calmed down too. You know, at least, I'm, I mean, at least in high school, I, I think, you know what I mean? Like in the school. I mean, you got to um, be really committed to that too. I mean. Yeah, man. But I, I, just, yeah. I mean, it was weird, man. It definitely was a weird feel. It was kind of sad. And, and, and I even told one of the discussions I had with the, one of the segments, I was talking to the kids. I said, because uh, a lot of Pacific Islanders signed up for my class because they saw that I was Pacific Islander. Um, I was like, you know, my main concern earlier and then was that I was going to send my sons to the same school, this school. I was like, but I don't think it's so much um, the system. It's I think parents don't have either the time to engage at, at Morse. They don't have the com- we don't have the community to, to engage there. Um, like these other schools do, like La Jolla and yeah. things like that. Does does that land on a like a financial status? No. So the, that's a weird thing. So when I was reading about like you know why our school systems like I was like first thing I thought of was money, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, it has to be money, you know? Like maybe we're not getting the money that money allocated, but we do. We get the exact same money that like any other school in our school district gets. So it's a you know it's across the board like that. The part the part that the money comes in play is is that it's community that starts paying into those schools right like they're giving money like when they have fundraisers everybody participates everybody in those schools participate so that football team that's doing all their fundraisers they cap out on their max like whatever fundraiser is whatever be like 10 grand 15 grand 25,000 all the kids who are doing it at Morris maybe like half actually participate in it or maybe like half the community only participates in that 
So then the money isn't um, as abundant, right? And then, so they don't get to do everything they want to do. You know what I mean? They have to wait for the city to say, okay, look, our high school really needs a new football field. Let's start putting money aside so they can get it in like seven years. Okay. Right? Yeah. Versus like where Lincoln, where you had like a, a silent donator, don, an anonymous donation, mm. where they, they paid for like the upgrade of the football field. Oh, shit. Things I didn't like know that. that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, and um, like, I think I had a different question uh, about financially. Mm. Like you said, we don't have like the community like involved, right? right. You think that's fin- financially because they can't afford to? Yeah, and that's another thing, you know right? I mean? It's like, just, it's it, just like going back to the home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, because down and, here we have both parents working. Yeah, the right. Participation isn't there because the time isn't there because both parents are working. Right. Mm-hmm. So their 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 commitment is to making that money to take care of home, not being there and supporting the kid in, in, in school as far as like the you're not saying they don't want to yeah it's just right. like they can't yeah. be you know and you're right like my daughter went to school at Coronado High School mm-hmm. and the program that she was in COSA every year they have a gala and the people that live on the island there they all roll out and they give thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands tens of thousands of dollars yeah there'll be families donating you know $25,000 to the program yeah writing a check right there and I'm like god dang you know, and that's that's just one program. Mm-hmm. You know, I get emails still <clears throat> where they're doing these things for other programs they have in that school. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there going, "God dang, man! I don't ever remember anything like that going out to the parents here." You know, when I was going to Morris, right? And they they knew better. They're not going to hit everybody up here for that kind of money because mm-hmm. they knew not not everybody has that scratch. You know, there right. might be a couple of fortunate few families that live in the area that are doing very well, but other than that. I mean, those those people can't carry the school, right? So. And that's and then and then on top of that is that when you finally get somebody who's able to kind of who does is a successful person, they don't move their kids back to Morris. Mm-hmm. They no, move they, their kids they go to the, back out. They yeah, go, to they'll, the, they'll, they'll go to Coronado, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They go to the rich areas and then yeah. they start participating in that area, but not realizing that the school they came from is uh, you know still hurting, right? And I get it. You know, I I guess on a personal level, that's what you want. You want to get your your family ahead, but. Um. Yeah, I mean, when they talk about uh, social in- inequality, and in, in which I I don't truly believe in that in all forms. Uh-huh. Um, I think in that sense, I get. I don't quite agree with them, but I get what they're saying. That mom and dad have to be there to work mm-hmm. and send their their son to school, which is not, you know, as adequate as the the schools up in La Jolla. But you know what? That's I mean, that's kind of the, the way the shit rolls. You know what I mean? Like. You gotta you gotta balance yourself out. Like me and my wife right now, we were able to balance ourselves at my son's school in elementary. Mm-hmm. So I donate my time, even though I need to be at work, you know, stuff like that. But I think me sacrificing my my days off and going to the school mean more to, to him and the community versus me going like to the work that day. Right. That's just me. Yeah. Um, and I get it, you know, for those who who can't do it, but I figure, man, if there's a way you can like rotate you know within your community start talking to people who are in your kids classes and say hey uh you know i can't do this month but maybe you can do this month i'll get next month something i don't dude you know what's funny is like if you look at morris athletic wise the parents will come out and do that like you'll see all the dads out there at football practices you'll see dads out there at baseball practices mm-hmm. they're all willing to step up and help but then when you look at the academic side of it and other programs in the school mm-hmm. that that participation's not there yeah you know and it's like I think it's because of the area. A lot of people look to sports as the way out, so yeah. they're going to support that. Because I mean, you look at it; we've had some successful people come out of out of our school right. and make it to the pros. Mm-hmm. You know, so every every dad and every mom that's out there wants their kid to be that next one. Yeah, you know, that has their name up on a banner, you know, or in the trophy case is making it out. So I think that's where why that that focus is there, but. I mean, damn! You still need the academic side of it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. You, you, I, <laughs> I mean, think you definitely that should do. be first. Yeah, it's not like back in the '60s and '70s where you had a bunch of dumbass athletes out there. Right. You know, the athletes jacks. nowadays they're actually you see them interviewing on the news, I mean, on the TV, and they actually sound intelligent now. Yeah, so, some of them. Yeah, you still yeah. got those those knuckleheads that you be like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, but then, <laughs> yeah, but you got like a Richard Sherman who's like, yeah, still that's, a little that's also true. Smart, he's smart, but he he's still kind of you know keeps they, it keeps it real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no one's out there sounding like Dick Buckus, you know what I mean? <laughs> or John Madden? Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know that, and that's I, 
I don't know. I, I wish, uh, I, and I hope, you know, I mean, it's not like we're leaving the community anytime soon. Um, at least I don't think we are. Um, ideally, you know, I don't want to, I'd like to see more programs that come, become more involved and, um, assist the, the, the schools. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was weird because there's a bunch of suggestions on how to improve, but I've never seen any of those, those people who are like saying the suggestions at any like community events besides that one. It was weird. You know, it's, it's funny, dude. Think about this. I mean, growing up around here, going to school here, culturally, the groups. So there's, there's one particular group culturally that, um, I mean, we've all grown up around them and stuff. And, and there's a big emphasis on the parents to the kids to do well in school. I'll get you whatever clothes, whatever car you want. Your job is to go to school and do good in school. Mm. That's your job. And there's a heavy emphasis on that. But there's a big community of them here within the, in our community. And you would think that some, a group like that would come to come together, but it's not. It's like each family for their own. Yeah. That the whole belief of the community is the same, but it's each family for themselves. Right. And that, that's a weird thing to me. They, you think uh, with the community this, that size that as a whole they would come together and maybe yeah. start something but they don't they won't yeah uh, yeah and I, I really don't know how you I mean I'm still learning you know what I mean like I'm, I'm talking to my buddies who went to who have older kids and they've they went through like actually being on the PTA being mm-hmm. the president of the PTA um, on trying to make it work and he said it's, you know it's not going to be it's nothing that's going to be fixed within the next you know he's, he feels decade yeah um, he's like because it really takes a lot of like selflessness and um, there's just not a lot of that right now, mm. at least from what he sees. Oh, man. But anyway, once again, you're on Island Block Radio, Post of the Pacific, where paradise, paradise lives. lives.
This first segment is brought to you by Sons and Daughters of Guam Club San Diego. Um, so Saturday, November 23rd, we're doing a fundraiser at the Hometown Buffet. Um, I've got some tickets. If you guys want some tickets, hit me up. Um, tickets are $13. And the address for that Hometown Buffet is 930 Denry Road, San Diego, 92154. Um, and keep an ear out. I'll be updating here and there. We've got some other stuff coming up. All the way up, uh, leading up to Christmas, some cool stuff for the kids. Is Thanks. it is it just a, a generic or a general fundraiser? Yeah, it's just a gen, uh, general fundraiser for, for the club. Okay, and we'll we'll try to keep uh, those links posted up on our um on our on our Facebook page and share those links out there, so you guys can uh, check that out. Um, but okay, let me just pre warn you on this next <laughs> talk talking subject. <laughs> if you get triggered easily by the name Trump. You may want to just, you know, pause the radio. Pause the radio. Maybe turn it down away. for the next fifteen minutes, and then come back. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's something we're gonna we're gonna talk about. And I know how people get triggered real easy, um, but you know, we gotta just we gotta talk about it. I mean, we're gonna call him an idiot a couple times, but yes, you know. <laughs> and, and my disclaimer in this, yeah. I've said this several times before. I'm neither on the left nor am I on the right. I'm in the middle of the road. I don't claim one party or another. Yeah. So there's no uh, bias here for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead, twist it. All right. So in the words of Vince T, congratulations, President Trump. Oh, oh hey, 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 hey. Uh huh. Hey, mother sucker. Um. Uh. You know, I I said my exact words were, "Do we congratulate him?" Well, the the idea that you even thought of that shit. It was simply a question. <laughs> Dumb question. Well, <laughs> no. All right, no. No, 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 no. So, it's cool. Yeah, no, let me, let, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so what, what Vince T was talking about was uh, the military operation that took place in Syria, where the leader of the so-called uh, Islamic State, ISIS, was uh, killed um, by, by military forces. And in the words of our, uh, our illustrious president... <laughs> he died like a coward In quotes Whimpering and crying before dying in a US operation So <laughs> So reading the story <laughs> He's a he's gangster dude <laughs> um, So they, they had eight, eight military helicopters That they flew in and they're searching This is Granted their military US military forces are moving out of Syria at the time When this took place right Anyways, they have eight military um, helicopters and they get this guy and they're basically chasing him down. And he's got, I think it's two or three children with him. His children, I guess. And he's yelling and screaming. And basically, he's running for his life. And they've got military dogs chasing after him. And he runs into this tunnel and comes to a dead end. And once he's had no other avenue, he detonated his suicide vest that he was wearing. And took out himself and the kids and wounded one of the military dogs. But um, when they did an on-the-spot DNA test, they confirmed it was him. Um, and that guy's name was uh, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. Nice accent. Yeah. Um, yeah, he uh, died in a vicious and violent way as a coward running and crying. That's another quote from our illustrious president. <laughs> So <laughs> sounds like sounds like he need to have story time with the kids, bro. Yeah. So my question is, do we congratulate this dude? Because we all know Obama took down Osama. We, I mean, even though that kind of rhymes like a rap. Thing is, you can't congratulate that individual. I mean, he's I just congratulate the, 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 the guys yes. that did it. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I believe that For, also with Obama. Yeah, job yeah. job well done, boys that were out there on the ground that did what you had to do. Your duty called, and you you took care of business. So right? what's but to me, what, what's what's kind of crap is that you may want to you you want it to be there when you know I get it. You you, you have to, someone has to announce it, right? Right. That it's been done, and and then you kind of take credit for it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if it's, if he's taking credit for it. I mean, talking about Obama or or Trump. But the thing is, like, what bothers me is most is that when when shit goes right, of course, the first thing they want to do is do a press conference. Shit goes wrong. All they, shit. Dude, they want to sweep, try to sweep it under the rug. They want to make sure it never gets out, but then yep. it gets out. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of stuff that I'm sitting there like, 
yeah, I don't, I'm not going to congratulate. I don't congratulate maybe the, the individual, you know? I mean, maybe he's the one that said, you know, yeah, it's go team, go, whatever. But and, the boys that had the mission, those are the boys that did the, the right. dirty. And, you know, those are the people that I um, congratulate, you know what I mean? Because they got it done and, you know, at least they're, they're all coming home, you know what I mean? Yep. At, at the at the end of the day. But, um, <laughs> yeah, fuck. Guy, but why why do it that way? I mean, what do you mean? What? If you're going to do a press conference. Oh, that, that, that's that's Trump, still man. Like, that's, idiot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we say we're gonna say it, idiot. Dude's yeah, fucking retarded. I don't know. Oh, I mean, man. even then, I'm not supposed to say retarded, right? But I mean, he is. He's just like he he has a. I don't know. He has man. no couth. He, you know, he doesn't know how to conduct himself accordingly, um, professionally when it comes to the press and topics. You know, he just he speaks. Like I say, he's gangster, dude. He's this old school. He's gangster. Not, he just talks shit. This is not The Apprentice, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're running a country, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you're the man. And like sometimes, like I'm like, you know, he's like, hey, he has, he has a speech. And he's like, I'm gonna say this. This is gonna be perfect. It's gonna be great. And the PR guys probably like, no, that sounds horrible. Don't, don't do that. You're and he's fired. probably like, all right, all right, I won't do it. And he's up there and he's like in the front. You know, you know what? Yeah, fuck, it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yep. he's like, ah, fuck it. You know what's he gonna tell me? I'm the fucking president, not him. And he just fucking does it. And I'm, I'm sitting there like, oh my god. What? I guess that's what people like about him, though. But you know, they say that he he mathematically knows how to speak to people. Like he he speaks in a, like a seventh grade reading level, and so he speaks like with those really simple phrases that he constantly repeats and it's a method to his math madness and that he's speaking to people who can't really who don't use these like high um vocabularies or keeps planning hyperboles, keeps planning know? the word and planning that message right. in the brain so so he's lowering his standards no he's just speaking to the people who or? can't like when you speak in these people big can't comprehend right Oh, okay. So he's speaking to so that everybody can comprehend that he knows the message he's getting across. And he constantly repeats oh, it. Oh, to the then, lowest form, basically. Mm-hmm. Ah, what a dick. Yeah. There's my lowest form for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm, and I'm sitting there like, because that's, that's what I'm thinking in my head. It's like, my lowest form well, for you. if you can't understand more than like perfect and great, I really don't want you voting anyway. Right. <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know where I heard this, but people say that there should be a test. Of what? To be president? No, well, th- people should. Yeah, with that, people said. Uh, it, I think it was uh, uh, podcast host. Oh, Charlemagne, uh, Charlemagne the guy. Okay, um, he said that there should be some kind of uh, experience in office prior to being the president, not just. Hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that. No. I'm just saying what he said. Yeah, I mean, but, and I, yeah, and I'm just saying like I don't necessarily agree with it. There no. should definitely be a psychological evaluation done. I mean, you think about there's other jobs yeah. out there you have to take a psyche valve mm. with your background check and everything right. before you even yeah. consider for the job. Oh. You know, and you're talking about people just jobs. Now you're looking at a guy who's running the country. Mm. You don't want some nut up there. That affects right. somebody else's job. Yeah. Um, but also the second thing was, um, should there be a test for eligi- eligibility to vote? Um, you know, I kind of I thought about that, and I, I to a certain degree, I, I believe that because I don't. Because then you have dumb voters. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like, well, I, mean, I don't know, because then you're starting to you're starting to lean on the freedom of, of of America. One of the rights you have is is to vote. Yeah. Um, I only believe that that right should be revoked if you get put in prison. Um, that's where I don't believe you get to vote anymore, or if you are um. Psychologically not capable of taking care of like yourself and, and you know, because right. you can't be bipolar voting twice. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> schizophrenic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> so you walk up to the poll, vote, yeah. come back five minutes later. Oh, excuse me, sir, you voted. No, that was the other me. One, <laughs> yeah, one yeah. side votes Democrat, <laughs> yeah. the other side votes Republican, <laughs> and then they start fighting with each other. <laughs> Rich, didn't you just come? No, that was Will. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so like before you vote, okay. You go to check this box and then you have to write a little summary. Why did you vote for this? And then somebody gets it and they grade it. And if it doesn't match up, I'm like, nah, you're stupid. Your vote doesn't count. <laughs> you spell your wrong. Yeah. That's, you are. That, that's me. Yeah, you yeah. use the wrong form of your. Yeah, what the fuck? Over um, there. Yeah. They, but I you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess be more intelligent or have more intelligent voters. I mean, that's, that, that, that's the goal, but... You know, once again, I think you're stepping on uh, something that's um, a, 
or bright as a... I think it's the voters' responsibility to educate themselves because the campaigns are going to come out and they're going to tell you whatever message they want to come across. And if you're one that just takes it at face value for what you hear... Well, you're not doing a very good job educating yourself as a voter. Or but that's also our educational system that I think that fails at, at making educated voters. You know right. what I mean? Right. Understanding that. The one thing that, that I've, and this is something I've, I've kind of heard, uh, not necessarily uh, know for a fact, but they say that most of the education system is, is ran by Democrats. Hmm. Is uh, They're all, Demo- most of them are Democratic or liberal. Why is that? It's just what it, what it is, I guess. Hmm. And so... Um, when you're now within the educational system, as you're getting these people that are growing up there, they believe more in like liberal and democratic views mm-hmm. as opposed to Republicans. Like when you, like when you think of a Republican, what do you think visually? What do you see in your head? I, I honestly don't. Like, what do you think a Republican person looks like? President. Right. Like probably white. I want to say white. I think it's more of a personality thing. Like a dickhead <laughs> to the lowest form, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't have a like. A, there's nothing visually that I see in like a Republican or Democrat. Mm. They say, they say. Well, from what I, because I, I can't really tell to be honest. I'm, I'm saying like uh, studies, looking like a World War II to Vietnam veteran. Yeah, um, be a Republican. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe lives out in the Midwest, down in the South. They love their guns. Right. You know, and that's what they said in the study. Um, I want to say it came from like Berkeley or something. Mm-hmm. That um, when you ask somebody what a Republican look like looks like yeah. in your head, they usually identify a white old man um, who's like racist, and that's just not yeah. not really the case. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of out other Republicans. Maybe they're all older, <laughs> or somebody that looks like Toby Keith. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, man, don't make fun of Toby Keith. I'm not. No, I'm just no, saying so that's, that's the that's the, the, image. the image again. Yeah, and and vice versa. When you ask like a Republican, what do you think a Democrat looks like? They like they look like some goddamn hippie that lives in like Seattle, fucking with a scarf around his neck and some fucking beanie on, <laughs> but wearing shorts and like a flip flops, playing you know bongos in the park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking beating the drum, um, Mark. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like, like uh, and I think that's the thing is like, or that to me, the education system isn't teaching them how to vote true to themselves. They're tr- trying to show them how to vote the way they would vote. Those, so was that something that you uh, talked about in your... No, no. I, and that's, that's why I didn't because I don't feel like it's my job, my place to sit there and try to tell these young kids where they should, their stance should be on on, um, on politi- a political status. You know what uh, I mean? Okay. You know, thinking about it now when I was in high school and I was in my government economics class, the teacher that, that I had when it came to talking about the Republicans and Democrats, it was like the Democratic stuff. He was like, oh, enthusiastic and, you know, this and that, talking about all the goods. And then it was like, and then there's a goddamn Republican. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was like, and that's the way it was taught. And I remember sitting there going, why is he, he must be a Democrat. I'm trying to learn about both sides, but this guy's only given one side of the story. He's not giving the other well, side. That's messed up, too. Yeah, yeah I mean, I had, uh, I had my history teacher was uh, Mr. Padoff at uh, at Morris. And, like, when he got talking about, like, uh, Martin Luther King and all that stuff, he was excited. Mm-hmm. He, used to, they used to, he used to actually have, like, a march. And everybody who used to have him, they were like, well, did he still do the King March? And he, because he, 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 like, gets these American flags and he walks around and goes, King, King, King. And I was like... What the heck? And he did it. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, he's super excited. Same thing. Mm-hmm. But when he talks about like Reagan or anybody else like that, yeah. it wasn't like big. It was just kind of like get, to your, get, to, get through the facts. Yeah, get through the facts and you're done. Um, But okay, so we kind of like veered off a little bit on that uh, subject. But yeah, I mean, Trump, I mean, he's, he's dumb. Does he deserve a congratulations? Um, no, maybe, I think, I think, you maybe know. Maybe a good call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Nice job signing off on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's more, more like, to the more like what else got? Yeah, you know, I think it's um, and it's not like it's not like he just he was the only person that this didn't happen in like a span of five days. You know what I mean? Yeah, this no, is, I'm yeah. sure it happened. This much intelligence yeah. and other yeah. people on the staff that have been feeding them all the all the intel. Yeah. So. Like I think like yeah, they're giving them all the reports. Like hey, I think we're gonna we're getting closer, we're getting closer, we're getting closer. And same thing with the uh, with Obama. You know, with Osama. I think they just kind of closed in on him, and then obviously when they want to pull the trigger on something big, they yeah, have to turn like, around. They looked at Obama. Oh, oh. What you want to do, boss? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. 
was not your Obama impression. Yeah. <laughs> Do it again. Michelle, <laughs> do you think we should? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's um, do it. But I know, you know, both sides, you know, people will say, yeah, Trump, Trump's whatever. He might be like, oh, that wasn't him. Or, you know, the Republican side will be like, yo, yeah. you know, he's the greatest president. I, you know, I, I wonder what the guys who actually got the job done think about his speech. Like, they're like, oh, man, we got to watch to see what the president's about to say. And then he's up there he talking. He died a poor, whatever <laughs> fucking shit. He died like a bitch. <laughs> Basically. And they're like, oh, well, fuck, we could have did that. <laughs> could have interviewed us. <laughs> to the lowest form. <laughs> what the hell? Damn, man. That's crazy, though. I mean, yeah. I'm just glad he's gone. I mean, we'll uh, find it. We'll, find but you know, anyway. there's always going to be another one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's never, it's almost never ending. You got you to gotta kill the idea, man. And the whole thing, too, man, is like, it's crazy too because he's over there. They got that ceasefire or something they they recently um, right uh, accomplished. But I mean, I don't know what that all entails. But nobody nobody knows the full truth. You know, this is weird. Yeah. It's a weird time for sure. I would say that. Like, I've never seen so many people triggered by this. Like one person. It's like he's trolling the whole fucking world. He and he knows it. Yeah, so it just keeps on poking at it. Yeah. I keep telling everybody, man, just turn off the fucking news, man. Yeah. Just watch your local news and just, you know, I was like, figure out who your district leader is. Like, just focus on that. You'll have a lot more. You'll have a better time. If you ignore him, he'll just go away. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you ignore him, like, he'll, like, get even more pissed. Dude, yeah. I can't even imagine what's going to happen if he gets reelected. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I not, it's gonna, to, and not, not, to honest, not, not like the world, to me, not like America's going to end. I just can't imagine what's going to happen to all these triggered people already. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at how they did it the first time. People out in the street screaming and crying and everything else. And it's like, if it happens again, there'll be people jumping off bridges. It's just, you know, I don't want to live in this country. He's an animal. Yeah. I mean, we we had the show about it. Remember, we were talking about like... Like, how many of these people are going to actually move if he gets elected? Nah. Yeah, I know. Right? No one moved. <laughs> they yeah. all stepped there. All these celebrities say, well, I'm moving to Canada if he gets elected. Well, you're still living in Malibu, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so much for that. <laughs> well, now we're going to go to all our award shows and just cry about it. <laughs> yeah. Make comments up on stage, on live TV. He's a bad man. <laughs> yeah, we know all that shit already. Bad yeah. man with a bad hairdo. But I don't, I don't know, man. If he, if he does... I, you know, I keep the same respect. Don't say shit if you're not going to do nothing about it. Yeah, I mean, all, all I'm saying is it, the world is, America's not going to end because someone's president. Just like Obama's here, everybody else. I mean, it doesn't doesn't stop. You know yeah, what I mean? He's going to wait another four years to get his ass out. And he's gone. And, and he then get, he can't do anything anymore. You, and those yeah. complaining about it, hey, find yourself a better candidate next time, man. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. the thing. You got to get a good, solid candidate to get up there and get through it. Well, you got to ask yourself, Why? You know what I mean? Like, how do we get here? <laughs> wait, wait. Why yeah, did you look exactly. over there when you said that? Like you were looking at a news camera. Why? <laughs> well, yeah, why, man? Got a new interview. Uh, yeah. well, because they, they, they do that, man. They don't. They don't answer like Rich they, Burgundy coming to you live from the bar bar. <laughs> why? <laughs> he got a well, slow, I mean? painful death. They don't do. They don't. They don't do that. They're like, like crying hey, like a baby. How did you? How did we get here? That's what you got to ask yourself, right? Like, yes. how did you get here? Where did we mess up? Yeah. Where are we, what are we missing that that we got this fucking asshole in here? <laughs> and for those who are like, well, you know, guys, you, you're not really listening to all the people in the middle. And they're like, no, fuck you, man. Fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> I read on Facebook. <laughs> I read on Facebook. It's all this. You're fucking racist. <laughs> I knew you liked Trump. Like, no, I didn't say that, man. I was fucking. <laughs> all I'm saying is like you guys are forgetting about people in the middle. Whatever. Knew it. Racist piece of shit. Yeah, Kanye. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Hey, you got people in like Minnesota telling us about the South border. Like, Bitch, I won't listen to you. <laughs> you worry about Canada, Minnesota? <laughs> you closer to them than us? Yeah, them Canucks are as dangerous. Oh man, <laughs> shit, horrible. Anyway, man. Yeah, once crazy. again, okay, yeah. you can turn your volume back up. Yeah, there you go. Once again, you're on Idle Block Radio, posted the Pacific, where, where paradise, paradise lives. lives. Feel like what you do. 
I remember talking need up until the morning do And I never knew that this can get so far Love the lick it up from the top back of yard Can't get over all the little things that you do That special kind of rubbing make me wind up the mood What? Whoa, girl, you done did it now About to flip it up and break your body My down baby, yeah. she got me She only love me when she tips me When we sipping on Tennessee whiskey Feeling like a fiend, staying up late, waiting all night long. Can't wait to see your face walking through my door. Now, what the hell is up? There's a change in your attitude. Need some serious up and sign up for counter to why. Hopefully, this time gets calm. Sirens will out, better head for cover. Spoiling the mood, make sure I have plenty of liquids, keep her feeling cool. Bottle after bottle is getting empty by the ounce. Slowly, Sabrina Banabas is going down now. Knew that it would come to this time. Fully recovered, so you're in the same old line. She, she only loves me when she's tipsy. When we sipping on Tennessee whiskey. And this next segment is brought to you by the Arrenture Recital uh, here in San Diego, California. It is happening November 19th or 16th, November 16th, 2019. Doors open at 545 and showtime at 630. Tickets are $20 for adults, $15 for 12 and under. And then if you have a small child, you can sit them in the lap for free. And it's 25 at the door. Uh, this year's Myth Myth and Legends. Yes. Myths and Legends. It's going to be an outstanding show. Yeah. So it's about an hour and 30 minutes, about an hour 45 at the most. Um, but it's, you know, it's our recital, our five year. And um, yeah, man. Damn, five years. Five, five years, years man, man. Just like that. Holy it's blown shit. by so quick. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's right? like even when we're talking about what shows and what, what parts came out of what shows, even those are blended in together. Yeah. Like yesterday, we're trying to figure out what show this dance came from. And we're like, no, it was this year. No, it was this year. And it was this show this year. And like, no, shit. You actually have to go on to YouTube and find a video and go, I told you. Because yeah. <laughs> it's all blended. Yeah. Man. And that's that's the thing is that our years have gone by so fast that, you know, and we do the two, usually our big one, our big two, right? right. Uh, CCF here in San Diego, California, San Marcos, California. And then PIFA here in San Diego, California. And then, dude, it's another, sorry, the year's over. Yeah. And those things come by really quick. Um, Barbar has been here for now. Going on uh, four? four? Four years. years. Four years? Yep. Um, so, shoot, we're almost there, man. We're almost there. I'll hey, do a little five-year mark. Oh, we're going to do, do something huge for that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got our concerts that have be, been uh, hosting, emceeing, and then we also put on our little, sh- our, our gigs, our, our shows. Local shows, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as long as we're always progressing, it's, it's, uh, it's That's a positive it, man. thing. Um, but I'll tell you what, if there's a hotel out there with a big pool... And you're hearing our show and you want us to do uh-huh. a summertime pool party, hit the par bar up. We will travel out on your dime <laughs> and do our five years, man. And Mark hit you with at the lowest form again. <laughs> but that would be sick. Um, this next uh, last segment, 
just to easing in the mood up. Yeah. I know because you guys are probably all triggered out there if you actually listen to the whole segment. You'd be like, then, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Palmer you know, can't be consistent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all hell nah. Fuck that man. motherfucker, Richard D, man. I knew he was talking fucking big shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you someone just yelling in their car, man. We sound like Uncle Joe. Okay. Yeah. Name Samoan Redneck. Yeah. <laughs> knew it. He's Burgess. Um, yeah, this last segment, man, a little bit lighter. Lighter note. Uh, Vince T. Yo. Take it away. A lot of things in the music world uh, recently. Um, you guys mentioned the name Kanye West a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, he just dropped a new uh, gospel album, quote unquote. Um, a lot of people don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> uh, but I listened to some of it. And let me tell you this. Sonically, sonically, it's Kanye West. It's a okay. of me as listening to him ever since, man. What ten, 10 years ago, maybe about that. Okay, when yeah. he, when he first came out, um, you know, when, with Jay Z and all that good stuff. But now, you know, he's hit some twists and turns and a lot of stuff maybe going on through his life. Um, but so I guess he he turned uh, fully Christian. Uh, does you know just goes to church a lot from what I'm saying or hearing. Uh, but so he decided to drop a gospel album. Um, now, sonically, it's good. Message-wise, I don't know if it's authentic, man. And I'd hate for it not to be because it's, it's so touchy mm-hmm. that, like, I can't tell because I, I I've seen a recent interview of him and he looks like he's kind of just still spazzing out. Yeah, and. Yeah. But now, at this point, from from what I see, saw the other day, it's it's very unhealthy. Just kind of spaz out. It's like the kind of unhealthy where I see downtown crazies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, is that bipolar? That disorder. I mean, that's just me though. But <clears throat> where where I think a lot of people get like kind of you know mixed up and like he's putting out a. Uh, an album called Jesus is King so that's gonna spark a whole bunch of now by Jesus does he mean Kanye cause that's so kinda know, that's man. kinda his, his mood his, you know, his attitude. See, that's what I'm saying I don't know man like like I don't know his MO behind this whole thing like if it's true if it's fake um and so a lot of people were, you know they're just going back and forth about it and you know he he does like drop little Bible, ver- Bible verses in it um you know it's lyrically it, it, it's a gospel album but I can't I can't I can't support it yet you can't be that Christian and be hitting a booty like Kim Kardashian man I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> That's, I'm just saying you're committing some sin <laughs> hey that's what I'm saying I'm like dude like and it like he contradicts himself so much where on an interview he said you know put down your phone and now we all said this right and kind of disconnect um and you know cause cause he said family is like the, the true uh meaning of like health and like love and stuff and like social media is like all this like bad stuff like it's it's it basically kills the family mm-hmm. but then the next question was but you're a part of the family that hits like social media the most so and he couldn't answer all right so those kind of questions make me think like yo is this shit real or, is, mm. or, or are you are you doing a PR stunt on on religion? Which wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. I mean, to me, Kanye definitely has to save his um, try to save the image that he once had. I think that's um, all tarnished. Yeah, and I, I think it is too. I think that's like I, if he's trying to do that. I mean, I say just go away for like five years and then come back anew, like Chappelle. Or, yeah, just say, yeah. or just say, like, yeah, I don't know what Hey, man, I, I fucked up, man. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Yeah. Man, you know, I was young and dumb, you know. But you think Kanye wrote that shit for Trump? <laughs> but he... <laughs> what do you mean, the album? No. no. Oh, the <laughs> fucking... The fucking... Uh, he died. He died like a coward. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, I don't know. That, that was one thing that just came up because you guys mentioned um, Kanye West. And I was like, yo, this guy's... I don't know, man. He's a little off to me. Mm. No, he's way off. Okay, way off. Yeah, um, cool. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna be Kanye West for Halloween. Yeah, that's cool. That'd that's be cool. a good. That'd be a good horror movie. 
Just don't do blackface. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, that shit will get you killed out here. Um, but on a different note, uh, music nonetheless. Um, um, Halloween, right yeah. around the corner. Uh, actually, it is today. If you're listening to this on Island Block, um, you guys had a uh, creepy movies as a kid that really fucked you up. Yeah. Which one? Um, what you got? So mine's it, and that's why I like I don't, the original one. Yeah. What year was that? I, mean, I hope the original one because yeah. the other one just yeah. came out last year. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Shit. <laughs> shit, I don't remember, man. I think I was like seven or something. Um, but yeah, that shit. Like um, you never walked by sewers after that shit or what? Nah, man. I just I just hated clowns after that. Didn't want. Yeah, I get that. It wasn't like so much of the whole sewer thing. It was like I couldn't, I can't, I couldn't be around clowns. Even now, I can't be really be around clowns. Like I got, like I kind of like shit is creepy. Though. I get, I get, I get tensed up. What about okay. the boys? They like clowns. I don't think I ever took them around any. <laughs> like Rick's gonna be you see him, fucking devil. No, I just I, like I, I just avoid them. You know what I mean? Like I try my best, even if they're like at parties. Um, like I just stand on like the far end of the, the thing, and like as long as he don't come near me, we're good. You know, <laughs> so like as if one does come near. You. Uh, what are you doing? Are you just walking away, or are you going peeing in your like, pants? No, I mean I usually like yeah, I just like like kind of, I kind of well, if I'm at a party, I usually keep my eye on that clown. <laughs> I got my eye on your clown. Yeah, like, yeah, like like wherever you go, I'm walking the opposite it's way. Scarred, hey, it's scarred scarred you I'm watching you, bro. Yeah. Huh? It scarred you that much? Yeah, that shit fucked me up. Clown. Yeah, but I did not know 1990. That shit. Yeah, I was uh, uh, eight. I was so, not even. I was just born. Yeah. So I was. Yeah, I was fucked up. And then uh, I'll tell you this. There's one time when we were at a, um, one of those haunted trails. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, uh, I've been to that. And so we're we're walking through. We're walking through. So me and some of my ex girlfriends, and I was with my buddy who also doesn't like clowns. And uh, we're walking. And we're walking. We're walking. Oh, and uh, all of a sudden we hear we hear like circus music. And I looked at him. I said, "There's a clown around here." And he said, "What?" And he heard the music too. And we just said, "Boom!" We just fucking took off. We ran straight through the fucking circus tent. Like, <laughs> like they didn't even know the circus people didn't even know. We were like, "What the fuck was that?" Left the like, girls behind. Yeah, fucking ditched the girls. Fucking boned out. I was like, I was like, I don't do clowns. And I told him, and I even told him, I was like, if there's a clown thing here, the girls, my, my, yeah, I was like, okay. if there's a clown thing here, I'm gonna walk around it probably. They're like, oh, okay, you know, that's fine. But hmm. it was too late, man. Like I already heard the music, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And it's because it was fucked up because you couldn't really see like what you're walking into. So it was like a dark tunnel, yeah. And then like there's like walls, and all of a sudden you could hear it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Oh hell no, that's circus music." I'm out. I just fucking. The the what the hell? Yeah, we we boned out. We got to the next thing, and there was like a. Jason over there or something. We're like, all right, oh, yeah. just chill the fuck out, man. We're out of breath. <laughs> Jason, am I glad to see you, man? There's fucking clowns back here. <laughs> Let me get that machete. <laughs> Hook the brother up, Jason. <laughs> oh, shit. You, t- you take the, the, fuck, the fucking weapon go oh, back. Yeah. I'm going to fuck these niggas up, bro. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was like, for me, that was the worst. Um, I mean, I watched Freddy, Jason, Friday the 13th. Um... All that stuff, and and that was the one that like messed me. I think it was because I think in, in that movie it was when they turned them into cotton candy and shit. You know what I mean, I really like cotton candy. Oh fucking like <laughs> eating humans. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I never so watched the shit. Couldn't do it. I never. I never really watched um, horror movies like that. Yeah. I think I probably you know, got fucked up when I was a little less kid, and everybody still makes fun of me to this day. Mm. Uh, it was a fucking Disney movie. Uh, Dumbo. No. No. Hocus Pocus, nigga. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> that movie fucked me up. Gotcha. I don't know why. Just because probably was that ugly ass girl. Um, uh, the one? The, yeah, the one with the ugly teeth. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why. It was just like every time that Hocus looked like when he had he's at the Guam Club or something. <laughs> hey, boy, come in. I'm in me now, boy. He's like, no, no, I see this chick. <laughs> why is Auntie Chai in the movie? <laughs> don't kiss my hand, boy. Kiss me on the cheek. <laughs> no, but that movie messed me up. I don't know why. And I, I mean, obviously, I don't care, but. You know, people make fun of me to this day just because, like, yo, you still scared of Hogan Tugs? I'm like, yeah, you better not turn that shit on around me and break your damn TV. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, nothing, nothing. I don't ever really watch horror movies like that. I did do Haunted House, though, once. Um, or Haunted Trails, whatever. Um, at that point, I was probably 16, 17. You know, okay. You know, yeah. teenage years. 
Uh, I was cool, but then I did some some messed up stuff to uh, uh, Melani. Mm. Uh, she was walking behind us, and I was in uh, a school bus, walking on the school bus, and uh, you know she was screaming already. And because uh, uh, I showed that I wasn't scared, I was walking through it, and they were like, "Hey, what's her name?" And my dumbass told him her name, and so like at the end of the bus, like or as soon as she was about to exit the bus, oh, Melani, I'm gonna get you. And she was like. What the fuck? <laughs> like, how do you know my name? <laughs> so that I mean, I was like, I felt bad after that point, but I was like, so, well, you know, when you're at that age, it's like, yo, I'm gonna do some funny shit. Yeah, but, shit is funny though. That is funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. But she ended up crying that night, so like, damn it. But yeah, Mark, what you got? So, <clears throat> so I was a latchkey kid, right? What? A latchkey kid. Both mom you know and dad are at work. Oh, I get yeah, home. I'm, they got the key. Yeah. I got the key. I'm home by myself till they get home. And uh, the movie that I saw that fucked me up as a kid was called When a Stranger Calls. Because it was a girl. She's at home. She's babysitting kids. And she puts the kids to bed. She sits down. And then she gets a phone call. She answers the phone. And the voice goes, Are the kids okay? She's like, what? Who's this? I can see you. And she's like, kind of like what they did in Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. They kind of did a little little skit on it. Okay. And it kept doing. It turns out the guy was inside the house the whole time. He's making a call. Um, and that just freaked me out because I was home by myself. I was just when the phone would ring, I'd be like, I'm not answering the phone. We didn't have caller ID back then. <laughs> Looking out the window, closing curtains and everything else. That movie fucked me up. Well, that should happen in real life, so... Yeah, but now I look at, like, those movies now. Like, I sit down and watch that movie now. I'm like, man, I'm scared of that. That's stupid. Yeah. And the movies that get me now, like, don't scare me, but make me go, God dang, are the new things with the uh, paranormal. Mm. You know, when they show, like... like, spirits. Yeah, you know, when they... What was that? Um, uh, Insidious. That movie. All the shit that happens in that movie stuff popping up like that, yeah. like, and I look at, it, I just go, man, God dang, boy, man, <laughs> like I just go, man, that sucks, <laughs> yeah, you know. But I don't get freaked out. But that, that's the movie, um, Stranger Calls. That one fucked me up when I was a kid, man. And I hated being home by myself after that. I wouldn't answer the phone. Mom and dad, you know, what the hell we've been calling all night. <laughs> Why didn't you just come home? I was scared, man. <laughs> I'm over here by myself. Yeah. I'm calling. I'm talking dog. Just watch this goddamn movie. Yeah, why wouldn't you just come home? Why would you call? You said don't answer the phone. You said don't answer the door. Well, that too. Well, same shit. <laughs> I ain't answering shit around this house. Yeah. I ain't even answering any more questions. I'm going to bed. I ain't answering you. I answering mom. I'm going to take my ass to my room. <laughs> Dude, you know my mom used to do this crap to me, man. Because I would leave the curtains open in my room. She'd come in at night, say goodnight to me. And she go, you should close the curtains on your, wi- on your window. I said, I know. She goes, because if not, she goes, the witch is watching you. And then she'd turn around. She'd go like this. She's watching you on the other side of the window like this. And she'd make this freaky ass face and use her nails like this. And she'd scratch the glass. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at my mom like, why would you do that? <laughs> why the hell? I'm trying to go to sleep for school. You're going to tell me some shit like that. <laughs> me all up, man. Man. <laughs> I talked about it. They talked about that to my mom a while back, and she just sits there and she laughed. She's like, "Yeah, well, you started closing your curtains, didn't you?" <laughs> Life lessons. One way. Um, yeah, man. I I don't know. I think that was it. As far as uh, yeah, man. Scary. Movies. Everybody has one. I'm trying to think of like all the scary movies I, I used to watch. I can't, that's the only one I could think of that would, like kind of freaked me out. The Friday the Thirteenth and all that stuff used to yeah. make me mad. Yeah. Well, it was always a teenage couple sneak off to the lake to do the oh, dumbass shit too, probably. Yeah, they, 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 and, then, and they would always trip and fall running from the guy, the killer. Like, get your ass up! And you run to the lunch, but you can't run shoes. from a killer. Yeah, you know they trip and fall on a log, and all of a sudden they can't get up. And they're dragging themselves, and the guy is like walking behind them, and they're running their ass off, and they can't get up fast enough to not get killed. Man, stupid. Mm. Anyway, well, well. If you're listening to this, I hope you're having a great Halloween mm-hmm. out there. Happy trick or treating, watch for them kids. Yeah. Oh, real quick. You got, you got, did we say this last week? Uh, about Georgia? Georgia. Uh, sex offenders? Oh, no. Oh, no. So uh, in Georgia, um, they're putting uh, signs up on 
uh, sex offenders' homes, telling telling the families not to trick or treat there. Oh, smart. Hmm. Yeah, but they're getting fucking pissed about it. Why? Exactly. You're violating my rights. No, you violated. Oh, the the people. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. I don't give a shit. What you? Yeah. Exactly. I'm like. I'm trying kid, to. I'm trying to protect the. So the people. The the offenders are getting mad because the police are telling people not to trick or treat there. No, I wouldn't. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Be safe out there, yo. Just real quick. I'm That's great. Drop that in there. All right. Shit. With that being said, I hope you guys have a great Halloween. We hope you have a great, great Halloween. Yep. And we'll check you all later. Escalators. Shoots. Shoots.